Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is We The Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Thursday, December 2, 2021. To date, considering the Italian population over 12 years old, 87.5% has received at least one dose of the vaccine, 84.6% is vaccinated with two doses, while 17.3% is the percentage of third doses received by those who are currently eligible. Winter is coming and, like last year, the numbers of contagion are rising in Italy, but the high number of vaccinated people helps us not to reach a terrible figures of one year ago. In the last seven days, the number of unvaccinated hospitalized in Italian intensive care units has risen by 17%, while the number of vaccinated has fallen by 10%. Yesterday, Italy has passed the two dangerous and sad psychological thresholds, 15,000 new positive cases and especially 100 deaths of COVID in one day. This last three-digit number was not recorded since May 28 in Italy. From next Monday, two Italian regions will be in the yellow zone. Friuli Venezia Giulia, which became yellow last week, will be joined by Trentino Alto Adige. The same day, December 6, will come into force throughout Italy also the Super Green Pass for vaccinated and healed. This is why the vaccination campaign has resumed running in Italy with many third doses but also an increase in the daily first doses administered. The problem is figuring out how to do the checks. It it has happened to all of us here that in a restaurant or in an office or in an institution where we went, we were not checked for the green pass or the check was superficial without asking us a document to be sure that the green pass we were showing was actually ours. It also happened to me yesterday at my daughter's school. From next Monday, not only will all this have to improve a lot, but in theory, those who board public transport will also be checked. It will necessarily be a random check, but even so, there is the risk of blocking a routine that involves millions of people who are always in a hurry to get to work or wherever the bus or train or streetcar or subway takes them. Moreover, at the borders with France, Switzerland, Austria and Slovenia in the north of Italy, the Green Pass will have to be checked for all those traveling in every car or truck entering Italy. Many waits and protests are expected. (coughs) In the meantime, yesterday, also the Italian Medicines Agency has approved the anti-Covid vaccination for the pediatric age group of children between 5 and 11 years. The vaccination, guaranteed as effective, necessary and safe, will take place with two doses of Pfizer vaccine with a third of the dosage that is given to adults with the second dose three weeks after the first. Vaccination of children will not be mandatory, at least for now, (coughs) and should begin just before Christmas. But even at the European level, this is a very sensitive issue. Two days ago, the President of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, has declared that it is time to consider the European vaccination obligation. Although she is aware of the fact that it is the individual states, uh, the single states, that would have the power to decide and not the European Commission. At the moment, in Europe, in Austria, it will be mandatory to be vaccinated from February 1st. In Greece, it is already mandatory for those who have 60 years or more, and the future German Chancellor who will be in power in a few days, has declared that he would be in favor of of introducing it in Germany from February 2022. There is good news about the Italian economy, which we here at the Italian News are always happy to give. 
Yesterday, the OECD indicated a forecast of plus 6.3% of Italian GDP against the, the plus 5.9% that the OECD estimated in September and the plus 6% indicated by the Italian government. Italy's projected trend will gradually decrease in 2022 and 2023 with respective growth of 4.6% and 2.6%. The OECD estimates that GDP will rise at a global level by 5.6% this year. This is the first time since the 60s that Italy leads the Western world's economic growth charts. The first time. This acceleration in recent months will lead the Italian economy to return to pre-COVID levels in mid-2022, earlier than expected uh, in early 2021. Also improving is the unemployment rate, which will fall in Italy from 9.6% in 2021 to 8.9% in 2022 and 8.4% in 2023. The other good news is that Italian manufacturing seasonally adjusted purchasing managers index rose to a record high 62.8 points in November with a 17th consecutive monthly increase, up from 61.1 per points in October. Regarding this specific index, Italian is the best rating in Europe in this moment. This new optimism among the Italian industry is partly due to the recovery plan that will give to Italy more than 200 billions uh, of European money in five years. As previously said, it is a huge project that hopefully will change Italy, helping, helping us become a better country and many opportunities are opening up for different profiles. Uh, 1,000 professionals are needed to support Italian regions in the simplifications indicated by the recovery plan. These elections are open on the portal of the Italian Public Administration and the assignments must be decided by December 31. Engineers with different specializations, architects, biologists, chemists, physicists, legal, digital and management experts, computer scientists, statisticians, agronomists, geologists and surveyors can apply. Of the 1,000 experts selected, 40% will be assigned to the southern regions, 60% to the northern and central ones. They will take care of managing the most complex procedures, from contracts to environmental authorizations, recovering the backlog and accelerating the actual time of implementation of projects and investments. The experts chosen will have a collaboration contract of 12 months, renewable for 3 years, and a salary that will vary depending on their skills, and that can reach a maximum of €108,000 per year. But these professional figures are not the only ones missing in Italy today. With more than 1,400 inhabitants for every family doctor, Italy suffers from a lack of primary care in the territory compared to the major European countries. In addition, there are significant differences between regions. In those of the north, family doctors have a higher burden of patients than those of the south. Looking ahead, the number of family doctors retiring in the next seven years exceeds the number entering. We should lose between 9200 and 124,000 family doctors from 2022 to 2028. This loss, which applies to all regions except Molise and Valle d'Aosta, which over the next seven years will record more incoming primary care physicians than outgoing ones, reflects in part an inadequate planning of the supply of medical services, but its main cause is the democratic collapse, a structural problem in a country. According to national collective agreements, a general practitioner can attend up to 1,500 patients, although some regions have significantly increased this limit. The national average is 1,224, but the value is higher in the north, 1,326, compared to the center 
1159 and the south 1102. In detail, the regions with the highest number of patients per primary care physician are Trentino Alto Adige, Lombardy and Veneto, while the last are Calabria, Basilicata and Umbria. We all know that food and wine is the sector in which Italy is a superpower, unbridgeable by any other country. In the last few days, two international recognitions confirm this. The first one is about wine. Verdicchio from Miesi in the Marche region has been declared as the best white wine of the world by the experts at Wine Enthusiast, who placed Verdicchio second overall in the world ranking of the 100 most exciting wines 2021, among which there are 18 wines from Italy. And yesterday, an Italian, Giuseppe Amato from Gaggi in Sicily, won the title of the best pastry chef in the world for 2021, a title never before won by an Italian. He was chosen from uh, between uh, 188 participants from 23 countries. Giuseppe, who is 40 years old, studied as a waiter at the age of nine and grew up to open two cooking, two cooking academies, one in Rome and one in Sicily. It's all for now, it's all for today. Please stay safe and take care. This was with Italian News. I'll see you next Monday. Ciao from Rome.